Coming up on this edition of the Die Hard Dan Podcast, Shawnee J and I break down the guards and see who's in or who's out. Then we play another round of Hell Yeah or Hell No, including a topic about the new owner, Sheila Ford M. All this and more coming up on this edition of the Die Hard Dan Podcast. Watch out. Here comes that roar. What up, though? This is Kurt Steele, and welcome to the Die Hard Damn Podcast. And as always, I'm with my man, Shiny J. What's that, good people? How y'all doing? Hey, hey, how you doing, my man? How's everything going with you? Oh, man, like I said, I'm just, you know, living life, I'm alive, healthy. I can't ask for more than that. All right. Hey, first thing for this show, if you see I'm wearing a shirt, it's a, a picture of me and my dad. Uh, my wife gave it to me for Father's Day. So we are dedicating this show to his memory, Curtis Williams Steele Sr. Hey, um, I miss you, my man. And I, my dad was a, was a Lions fan as well. So, um, you know, rest in heaven, my man. I miss you, Pops. All right. So as we always do at this time, it is time to tell me something good. And the first thing we have is the NFL Issue an order to all of the teams to report to camp on time. The quarterbacks and rookies will report on the 24th of July, and all of the veterans will report on the 28th. What do you think about the issue of the order for the NFL to have all teams report to camp on time? I like it, but I'm remaining cautious, optimistic. You know, you hear about all these states where the COVID-19 is at, at, it spikes and went mm-hmm. up in numbers. I'm just hoping that, you know, we, we can play football, even empty stadiums. That'd be good. I'd be cool with that. So I just want the players to be healthy, too. So, yeah, yeah that's where I stand with that. Well, well, with that, the NFL has said that, uh, I, I believe, like, the first, like, six to eight rows or whatever it is will be covered by tops or tarps and with uh, logos of, of the sponsors on them. So no one will be sitting uh, really field level. Uh, it will be moved up. And with a portion, uh, excuse me, a percentage of the stadium being very empty. Now, Gretchen, the uh, mayor of, excuse me, the governor of Michigan, she, she did sign an order that's saying, you know, sports can resume uh, at a percentage of what the stadium can hold. So uh, optimistic and like you said, cautiously, cautiously optimistic on the season. So. First, excuse me, next thing, we want to give a big shout out. Congratulations to Tori Petri on winning a sports Emmy. She is the multimedia media journalist for the Lions and a friend of the show. She's been on the show a few times. So congratulations to her for winning an Emmy. Uh, Well-deserved and uh, keep working hard there, Tori. Yes, congratulations, Tori. Um, you're moving up in the world, girl. Go, you go. <laughs> All right. So... Next thing we're going to do is a few weeks ago, we went over who we thought was going to start for the guards, but we didn't do in or out. So next thing we're going to do is we're going to go over the offensive guards for the Lions and says who's in or who's out for the Lions. All right. 
You ready to do this, my man? Let's do it. All right. So we have six guards on the roster. Excuse me, seven potential guards on the roster right now. And we need to know if they're going to be in or out. So you ready? Yes, let's go. All right. So you have Caleb Beninock, seven, uh, excuse me, number 74. He's a guard, six foot five, 305. Uh, I guess he's going to be out. I uh, really don't know who that guy is. I think he's a more of a depth signing. I think he's going to be out for this season. Uh, Bo Benswazel, uh, Shawnee J's man crush. Six, six, number 63, 6'6", 200. Well, you got him in because you got him as a starter. So uh, I have him as a, I have him as a practice squad player. So, you know, that's just my opinion. Um, next up, we have Joe Dahl. Uh, he's definitely in for me because I have him as a starter. What do you have on Joe Dahl? Once again, you know, I posted in both our page and the Lions group. Mm-hmm. He may be on a bubble, even though he signed a big contract. So there's guys who are bigger and certainly drafted two guards this year. So that shows a little unhappiness with Dahl and Dahl, in my opinion. Okay. So he's a bubble guy, and I think he may be out because of that big contract. All right. Now, Josh Garnett is the guy coming over from the 49ers. He was a high draft pick a couple years ago. He got injured. um, And you've seen what the 49ers did without him. So he was a casualty for those guys. But he's a pretty good offensive guard. He's pretty versatile. Uh, I think he's in. In or out for you? I'm going to say he's out because maybe – Go down as one of those first round draft picks who trying to be a flop. Sorry. That's how it is sometimes. Hey, it happens. All right. So next up, you have the journeyman, Kenny Wiggins, six foot six, three fifteen. Now he's the long guy in the tooth as far as he's 31 years old. So Kenny Wiggins, in or out? You know what? He's a Patricia type of guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, they got a lot of good young offensive linemen. He needs somebody you know, who's a little more older and mature and steady in the locker room. And plus, he can play guard or tackle. So, I think Wiggins is in. Okay. I have Wiggins as out. I think that he will lose out to Joe Dahl. Uh, that's just my opinion. So, hey. All right. So, next up, we have the two rookies. So, and we both split on each one of them. So, I have Jonah Jackson in. You have Logan Stenberg in. Which one do you so basically one of us gonna have a backup and one may have a practice squad? So what do you put Jonah Jackson as a backup or a, on practice squad? I think Jackson be the backup. I said Stenberg will be on the starting guard. All right. So both in rookie win. I think Stenberg goes to the practice squad. I have Jackson as the starter. Okay. All right. So that's what we have for this week's in or out for the Lions offensive guards. Next up, we're going to play. Our favorite game right here on the Die Hard Damn Podcast. We're going to read some scenarios for the season. And you're going to tell me, Shawnee J, hell yeah or hell no, it might happen. Okay, you ready to go? Let's do it. All right. First up, hell yeah or hell no. If the Lions get off to a slow start, the new owner, Sheila Fordham, will fire Matt Patricia. Hell yeah, because they got the old four on five start. Uh, she will, and Quinn will be gone at the end of the season. All right. So next up, we have 
Marvin Jones Jr. will get traded during the season. Hell yeah or hell no. Nah. It all depends. Like I said, they got on that slow start. Hell yeah, be traded. The Lions are doing well. He's balling. Hell no, he won't be traded. The Lions be stupid to trade him at that point. All right. I think that he may end up with that same predicament as Golden Tate a few years ago. Um, but like you said, we were losing, so that's why Golden Tate was a um, a trade for a draft pick. So uh, I'm going to say, hell yeah, he's going to get traded during the season. I think some of those young guys may come in like Quanta Cephas and uh, push Marvin Jones out. We'll see. Uh, I think he's talented. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's not a good player. I think he's one of the most talented wide receivers in the league. He's definitely a deep threat, and his hands have improved over the years. So I want him to be on the team. I'm just thinking about how Bob Quinn operates. So next up, hell yeah or hell no, nah, Jamie Collins will lead the team in sacks this season. That's a tough one. He's going to do well. He's sheriff. I'm going to say, hell no, that Ironman will go to Trey Flowers. He'll lead us in sacks. Okay. 10 to 12 or more. All right. So I'm going to say, hell yeah. Just because of the fact that uh, Matt Patricia's defense relies on um, the linebackers uh, for their sacks. So I'm going to say he's going to lead the team in sacks this season. I'm not saying that um, that Trey Flowers won't have a lot of sacks. I'm just saying that the way that Patricia runs his defense, I think that uh, Collins is a candidate to lead the team in sacks. All right, next up. Next up, hell yeah or hell no, the Lions will have the best cornerback tandem in the NFC North. Well, with the three guys. In the, in the division. Yeah. In the division. Hell yeah. You talking about Trufant, yeah, Coleman, and um, Akuda. The rookie. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. We better, you know, you know, uh, Trufant was a good acquisition. Akuda, everybody's been, you know, raving over Akuda. So the answer would be, be hell yeah. Okay. I, I believe I believe we have the one if not the best, one of the best uh cornerback trios as starters in the in the NFC North. Okay, Matthew Stafford will play the entire season without a major injury. Not any injury, but a major injury. Hell yeah or hell no. Hell yeah. He was the Iron Man for eight straight years and off the line just just neglected him, but I think for an improved offensive line and running game, that was in um, Stafford's career. He became an Iron Man again. All right, so I'm I'm thinking, hell yeah, I think he's finally healed, and I think that he'll have some uh, some definitely have some better protection this year. Um, next up, hell yeah or hell nah. Now this kind of goes off of one of the, the uh, items we had for last week. Bob Quinn will be a candidate for Executive of the Year. Hell yeah or hell nah. Once again, like it all depends. If they're winning, they win the division. Um, yes, hell yeah. If they win the division, because they had one since 93, that's just hell yeah. And of course, um, Quinn and Patricia both coach and executive of the years. Okay. So it all depends. So they lose them, obviously hell no. <laughs> all right. So um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say hell no. I'm not saying that they, the Lions won't do a good, have a good season, but I just think I'm just thinking that the moves he made in the offseason, I don't know if they're going to garner enough recognition, um, big season or not. 
All right, so the Lions will go from worst to first in the NFC North. Hell yeah or hell nah. Well, I got to win in the division, so the answer is hell yeah. I say hell yeah as well. Uh, optimistically so, you know. I mean, we'll see. Uh, I, I just don't think – I think the biggest test will be the Vikings. I don't think the Packers did enough, and I don't think the, the Bears had enough of a good offseason to – um, stop them. So the biggest opposition in the way, in my opinion, is the Vikings. All right. Last up, the Lions will lead the NFC North in rushing yards. Hell yeah or hell no. I'm going to go hell yeah because, you know, the young tandem of um, Swift and and KJ and Bo, Bo Scarborough, and I'm looking at the other teams running backs. The other team, the best Next best team probably be the Vikings with um with their guys. But I'm going with the Lions, yes. Okay. I think that the um I'm going to say hell no nah because I'm gonna think it's gonna be a good mix of running pass this year. I think it's gonna be a balanced offense. I think it's gonna have some play action. I think it's going to be a run to pass type of offense that uh Darren Belva is known for. So I think it'll be even. I think um uh, the Vikings uh, we'll probably have a uh, well. Actually, I think the the Packers are having more run heavy offense than the Lions than the Lions will. All right, so that's hell yeah or hell nah for this week. All right, now it is time to go to two points conversing. All right, this week we're going to talk about a myriad of topics. Most of them, excuse me, all of them this week really are Lions centric. All right, so first up, we have. Sheila Ford Hemp has taken over the teams from her mother. Um, some people think, well, she was already running the team for the last uh, six years. And there's other individuals that say, no, she was not running the team. Yes, she was involved. Yes, she was uh, being mentored by her mother. But no, she was not a decision maker in the team. So I think that she's a younger owner. Um, she's still kind of up there in age. She's in her 70s. But uh, she's a young looking 70. I don't think that uh, I think she will re will lead the team uh, in a different direction. I think she's a little more fired than her mother. Yes. And this is the segue. My girl, my girl, my Sheila, she had a question for the show. What's will up? Sheila be better owner than the mother? And like I said, she's a more little fiery. Like you said, I think she's a little more aggressive. Martha was already in her late 80s or 90s when she took over. So uh, Sheila's up in age, but she's a little bit younger, she says, so, and has a little more fire in her belly. But like I said, she, I think she'll be more aggressive and she won't put up as much bullshit from the Lions like her dad used to. Right. I think her leadership style will be different if you listen to her talk. She wants to be involved with the team. She wants to know about the day-to-day -day operations and how everything runs before she makes any decisions. Now I will say this is that most major decisions will be a joint effort between her siblings, which are vice chairs, the same position she held when her mother was the owner, but all of her siblings are vice chairs. And then they do, uh, I guess, major decisions by committee with themselves. But I think that at the, the buck stop was a hurt with her. So she is, uh, the principal owner, so it may be a, a, a issue where she may have to step on some toes to make some rough decisions and if need be. Before we move on, I just want to ask, I'm surprised that, you know, when the father died, 
the son, Bill Jr., never took over the team. He's not taking over now, surprising it, aren't you? Um, not really. Not really. I don't think it really it was a a uh, matter of decision of his to take over the team. I think when he when when uh, William Clay Senior passed away, that Martha was like, "Well, I'm taking over. Uh, have a seat, Sonny." And I think it's going in, in progression. <laughs> uh, and and uh, what's the name? Jenny uh, Evans of uh, Fox News uh, in the here there in Detroit. Um, she says, and she made a good point. This is the first time. Ownership of a team has went from a woman owner to a woman owner. It's the first time. It's usually have been from a man from a, a a a man to a woman or a woman to a man, but never from a mother to a daughter or a one woman to another woman. Yeah, you think Bill G would have been a better candidate to be the owner? I'm not sure. So. If he's anything like his dad, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next up, we have uh, Matthew Stafford led a group of players who worked out down, uh, I guess, probably in Georgia. Um, Matthew Stafford was working out with uh, some players that looked like uh, Nick Bowden. And one player who definitely can recognize is Jamal Agnew. Now, Kelly Stafford posted the video of them working out on Instagram. Now, one thing I will have to say about this is a level of concern for myself is that the workout goes against the NFL Players Association medical director's guidance for group workouts. He asked the players to stop doing the group workouts because of the fact of the COVID-19 and social distancing guidelines set forth by the Players Association. Now, this isn't the league um, head doctor, the uh, the medical director, Dr. Seals. This is the medical team at the Players Association. So this is the union's doctors. This is the uh, the guys who really have the players' concerns at the forefront and not the leagues itself. So what do you think about Stafford and those guys holding a workout, going against the policy of the Players Association? This is what makes this thing so tough and challenging. How the players, you know, are supposed to be ready, prepare for the season that can't even work out, you know, because of the well, Rona. Um, well, he then said don't work out. They just said no group work. Now, I will say this. It's a small group. It's only about five guys. So it's not a really big, it's not a group of 10. You know, it's not some of those workouts you see down there in Tampa where it's a big group of guys working out with Tom Brady. It's, you know, it's a you know small group of guys. I know Jamal Agnew really needs that work with him switching over to receiver. So he needs to catch some passes from Matthew Stafford. So, but... Um, it really does go against that guidance that they wanted to for them not to work out in group settings. Well, like I said, it's just a, you know, don't get too close. Sanitize the ball, I guess. We're you know, stay six feet apart. Don't get too close to one another. I don't know. It's one of those tough things that you know, so you challenge this thing so mm-hmm. challenging. Yeah. So I, I like I said, it's only a few, but looks like there's eighty. That what are they going to do when camp starts? You know, there's eighty. Yeah. Guys. So, it's it's going to be mean, a I think that, you know, we talked about this a few shows ago. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of equipment they come up with for the players, what kind of mask they're going to have to kind of, um, what do you call that? Um, breathable mask that can't, that won't spread uh, the virus, you know, some kind of, you know, something they can wear, some kind of apparatus they can wear on their face um, where they don't have the um, potential of spreading the COVID if they 
come in contact with it. You know, if they're asymptomatic or they don't, they test, uh, you know, now there is a such thing as false, false positive and false negative. So, um, I just gonna, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what they come up with, what kind of mask or what kind of, uh, like filters or something they can put on the, the helmets. Uh, so to keep everyone safe, uh, during training camp and during the season. It's going to be a challenge. That's for yeah. sure. Hey, you know, but Hey, you know, we got our fingers crossed. Hopefully we get some football this upcoming season. All right. Uh, according to ESPN.com, the lions have the 19th best roster in the league per their combined PFF score for the team. So that's all the players that they have on the roster. Their PFF score scores combined make their lions the 19th best roster in the league. Do you buy into that premise? 19th is the middle of the pack. Um, so, no, I think we got it better. I think we you're close to the top 10 in that. I, I, I mean, biased me, but say United is not really nothing to brag about because it's only middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. Mediocre, and I think we're better than mediocre. Okay. I think that they may – I don't think they're top 10. I think they may be at that – right at below. I'm thinking about 12, maybe 14, somewhere around there. Um, you know, good enough to make the playoffs. I think that roster is a good enough to make the playoffs. So that's, that's is my opinion. And uh, last thing we really want to talk about this show is we want to make an announcement. Jonah Jackson, um, if you haven't known, if you haven't been uh, seeing the Lions news or on their website, Jonah Jackson signed to his rookie deal. Congratulations to the young draft pick uh, out of Ohio State um, or the team of, uh, excuse me, team from Ohio, as we call it uh, in Michigan. Um, but congratulations. Um, he's now no longer a Buckeye. He is a lion. So Honolulu blue and silver. That's all we see on Jonah Jackson. Yes. So like I said, even though I'm a big Wolverines fans, I hate the Buckeyes. If those Buckeyes could like, um, Akuda and Decker and Jackson help my Lions win. I'm a professional and I'm all for them. I love them. Like he was my son. <laughs> all right. Hey, that's all we have for this show. So, my man, Shani J, tell the people how they can find you on social media. You go on Facebook. My name is Sean Jennings. I'm the most handsome Sean Jennings on Facebook. That's me. And I'll be, I'm the lead administrator of the Detroit Lions um, Truest Fan. If you want to join, I'd be happy to add you. We keep you up to date just like we do on this show. Hey, so one thing I want to remind you, please, if you're watching this show on YouTube, Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button so you know when you're getting fresh content from us right here at the Die Hard Damn Podcast. If you're seeing this link on Facebook, on uh, hit the like button, hit the share button. If you're sending the link on Twitter, retweet with a comment. We'd love to hear from you. And hey, you can find me at Curtis Steel 14 on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow the show on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash Die Hard Damn Podcast. You can follow the show on Twitter at Die Hard Damn Pod C1. You can definitely check out our YouTube channel. Just put in Die Hard Damn Podcast in the search menu. And you can definitely follow the show on Instagram at die underscore hard underscore den underscore podcast. Shani J, any parting words for the audience today? Yes. Um, I still, as always, advise people to stay safe, 
you know, because Rona's not over yet, but let's have some football, let's have some fun. So hope they can do what they can do to, to have a season, both college and pro. Yes, yes. Hey, I want to uh, echo, echo Sean's uh, comments. Please stay safe out there. Um, I live in North Carolina, and it is running rapid down here. Uh, we have a lot of cases down here in the South. Uh, my daughter lives in Texas, and it's really bad out there. So please continue to be safe and uh, wear your mask out in public and uh, stay home if you if you can. If you don't have to go out, please stay home uh, when and if you can. Hey, this is Kurt Steele of the Die Hard Dan Podcast, and thank you for listening in, and we are out.